How you doing, folks? Welcome back to yet another episode of Annoying Question Boy. It is your boy, Annoying Question Boy. Of course, you know that. Or maybe you don't. <coughs> Excuse me. That's me. Um, today, I'm going to do a... Uh, I'm going to try to do a calmer version <laughs> of last episode. Talk about what's going on, what's really going on, and... Uh, any and all solutions that I really think uh, are viable at this point. Um, before I do that, let's go ahead and roll the intro music. Thank you to all who listened. I appreciate you. Um, I hope everyone's out here staying safe as they can. I love you all. Um, let's start building new communities, building new humanity, um, supporting one another because that's all we can do. We can't depend on the billionaires. We can't depend on the corporations and we can't depend on our government that it, as it exists today because you see what they've done. Um, so let's create a new one. Let's create a government of the people, a representative government, and let's create a, a better society. Um, stay safe, everyone. Uh, love one another. Help each other out and be strong together. As always, it has been you boy. Peace out. How are we doing today, folks? I hope everyone is safe and healthy and doing as much as they can to continue being that way. Um, I hope everyone who can is staying home as much as they can without going crazy. Um, I would like to somewhat, somewhat, like 35%, apologize for my last podcast. Although I support everything I said, um, many of you don't want to hear anything like that. Um, which I'm sorry. That's kind of the way the, the cookie crumbles right now. That's how things are. People are mad. And how people express that is up to them. And the only thing you can do is control your reaction to it. However, I do apologize because to the few people who do listen to my podcast, many of you uh, found some uh, offense in the way that I handled things. So I would like to apologize somewhat for that. Um, it's going to happen again sometime. Some shit is going to happen that's going to piss me off and I'm going to record a podcast about it. Um, but I'm here to do a, a, a more... Uh, I guess calm, I'll say. I guess that's a, a good adjective. Uh, version of that uh, today. Um, and see if I can't get a few more views from it. Um, so, obviously, we all know what's going on. I don't need to cover it. Um, coronavirus, COVID-19 is uh, running its course throughout our country and throughout our world. And we're seeing many folks... Um, struggling very 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 much because of it um i'd like to give uh take a take a brief uh sidebar here and do do a little explaining because i know a lot of folks who uh don't really have knowledge on what a virus is don't really have a knowledge about this virus other than maybe what they've read on facebook or seen on cnn or maybe you're one of the smart ones who are listening to the cdc but even still you don't really have a knowledge of what a virus even if you're listening to the cdc is um so real quick a virus is not a living organism it's not like bacteria or a germ um, a virus can only operate, and by operate, I mean continue to live and reproduce um, and uh, replicate with a, a host. So what a virus does is it finds its way into some type of host. There are all kinds of viruses. You got viruses that are exclusive to plants. You have viruses that are exclusive to animals. You got viruses that are exclusive to land or sea animals or mammals or reptiles or insects or whatever. 
And then you have viruses that are called zoonotic. Now, what this means is it can bounce between species and uh, phylum. So it can go between animals, it can go between plants, and it can go between humans. And COVID-19 is a zoonotic virus. It can bounce between animals, it can bounce between plants, and it can bounce between humans. Now, why this is important is because we as humans uh, deal with certain diseases, bacteria, and germs that we have immunity towards. So a flu uh, isn't the same flu that a dog would get, isn't the same type of, you know, sickness that a plant would get. It's exclusive to human beings, Um, the common cold, things of that nature. But it's the same way with animals and plants. Animals and plants have diseases that only they exclusively deal with. And because of that, human beings do not have an immunity towards them. Because an immunity is built when you contract something and your immune system builds antibodies which break down the disease or the sickness and then rid your body of it. So now this is important um, because if there is a zoonotic virus... Um, the way a virus works is it goes into your system. It uses your the same system that creates antibodies uh, to create replicas of itself. Um, it goes into your system, it multiplies, and then it releases those viruses out of you. Then those viruses do the same in another host and another host and in another host. So if a virus is capable of bouncing between species and certain species have diseases and sicknesses that human beings don't have an immunity towards when a virus goes into a species that has a disease or sickness that humans don't have an immunity towards it picks up those genes when it multiplies it uses those genes as well as its original ones to create new viruses which now have those diseases and sicknesses that human beings are not immune towards encoded into its dna or rna Um, so now when that spreads and goes into a human being system, not only is the virus contracted, but whatever disease or sickness that it multiplied and encoded into its genes. Um, and then not only is the virus, uh, affecting you, but then that disease that we don't have an immunity towards is also affecting you. And this is really important because when you think about an immune system, it really can only focus on one thing at a time if it's truly trying to break something down. So if you have, let's say you have the flu as well as a sinus infection at the same time, you're going to feel worse than you normally would if you had one or the other because your body is working on breaking down two separate diseases and sicknesses at the same time. Um, And when you have the coronavirus as well as whatever disease that it picks up on its way to you, now your body is fighting the coronavirus as well as whatever disease or sickness it picks up. So your immune system is weakened and unable to fight it as strongly and as powerfully as you could otherwise. Uh, Another, let's take a step back. Another thing about coronaviruses that is uh, important to note is coronaviruses are everywhere. Um, What a coronavirus is, is it's a type of virus. So uh, you have alpha, beta, Uh, I believe it's Delta and Gamma as well. Those are the four strains of coronaviruses. Um, Coronaviruses Alpha and Beta are the only two that humans are capable of contracting. 
and alpha is one of the main causes for the common cold. So we see the coronavirus all the time. We experience it all the time. But the reason why this is important is because every so often when a virus or disease mutates, and by mutates I mean picks up new genes and encodes them into their DNA and replicates, it becomes more dangerous. And it kind of pops up. So COVID-19, what that means, it's the new version of the coronavirus that was native to 2019. That's what COVID-19 means. Um, so this is a new strain of a coronavirus that we haven't seen before. And it's dangerous because we haven't seen it before. So we don't have vaccines for it. We don't have medicine for it. Um, they're slowly starting to develop, I believe, Cuba and... Uh, where else another country developed a vaccine and they're sending doctors out um but it's important to know have knowledge about the viruses um and things of that nature in order to know how to act because if you know the origin of something you know how to respond to it so now that we have a history and an understanding let's talk about what is currently going on so in this country right now i don't know the exact count but i know in new york state we have something like twenty-five thousand cases and that number's relative because you know you have to recognize the tests are coming back that uh, were taken a while ago more test kits are available more people are taking tests so yes the number is going to steadily increase until we have tested a good you know majority of the people in the state but it is also important to note that it is also spreading. Uh, last report I saw, we have three deaths in Madison Oneida County, which is where I live. Um, and I think it was something like 4,500 cases in this area uh, as a whole. Uh, no, 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 no. That's New York City. Um, and that's higher. I don't remember the count for Madison Oneida, but it's increasing. Um. As a state, we are the we are called the epicenter for the coronavirus in this country. Um, although Florida is popping up on the radar, um, a few other states are getting worse. Um, and it's going to continue to get worse. Like I, I don't want to scare anyone. This is not a podcast for me to scare anyone. Although you should be scared. Um, it is getting worse. And I know what many of you are thinking. Josh, I'm going to be fine. Uh, you know, it's nothing to be scared of. It's not, you know, more people die of the flu every year. More people die of this, that, the other thing every year. Yes, this is true. Although what you don't understand is we have had a knowledge of the flu for over 100 years and have had vaccines for about 50. Um, so we have a control that most of those people die due to other complications, immunodeficiency, um, lack of ability for healthcare, et cetera, et cetera. It's not like 25 million people are dying of the flu with perfect health available, availability to medical services and things of that nature. Like these are the, these are the people who are not being helped by our country um, as a whole that are suffering because of these things. So why this is important to note is because we have not seen anything like this before, so we're not properly responding to it. Um, 
the general consensus, as I can tell in the country, is we're going to be fine, get the fuck over it. But that's not necessarily true. Um, If it continues to get worse, what's going to happen is it's going to mutate more. It's going to pick up diseases along the way that people have. Um, It's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger until more people start dying. And then it's going to be so widespread that we're not going to be able to control it. We have found patient zero. We know where it came from. We know that the people it came from have found a solution. They're slowly getting cases down in Wuhan. Um, And just to cover this, it was not because a bat bit some guy. It was not because people were eating bat soup. This is a virus that made the jump from bats to human beings because it mutated itself. That has nothing to do with any racist stigma or stereotype that you have been told by some form of media or your uncle john um so that's important um and what i'm seeing because i work in a real retail store is that absolutely no one really understands this um or gives a shit because if you yourself and we see this in just about across the board and everything if you yourself aren't personally affected then nine times out of ten you're not going to do anything to help those who are because one you're putting yourself in danger and two you know you don't feel comfy you don't feel safe because now you have to think about things that you normally wouldn't have to think about um and you lose your privilege so i think it's important to note that yes most people who are alive that are not immunodeficient, that are healthy people, that have available medical services, that have the ability to leave work, things like that, are probably going to be okay themselves. You might get some cold symptoms, you might have a fever, you might have to go to the hospital and get some, you know, Tamiflu or something like that, or something to get the flu down, you might have to take a day or two off work, but in the end, you will make it out fine. But what people kind of realize but don't actually realize the severity of is that you become a host and like i said before a virus can only live and reproduce with a host so if we eliminate as a country the availability of hosts to this virus it will die so as far as i know on my own research this virus can survive on a surface without it being disinfected or anything like that for up to seven days which means that outside of a host this virus can only exist for seven days so if we as a people are continuing to go out continuing to live our normal lives continuing to interact with people who we don't know where they've been what they have etc and this virus is making its way through people mutating getting stronger picking up diseases picking up new genes things of that nature It's going to get worse. Its life might increase and more people will have it, which means that there's more availability of the virus. So like say the first virus is dead, but if we're continuing to get more people infected now, instead of there being seven days, well, now you got eight days because this guy just got it or 10 days because this guy just got it. You see what I'm saying? So that's important to note because if we don't go out and we don't spread this, it dies. So as a country, we're doing effectively nothing. I mean, in New York State, we're closing down non-essential businesses, trying to ask people not to go out, da 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 People live in America. They think they're free to do whatever they want, so they're going to continue leaving their, living their lives. So what we need to do is create a mandatory shutdown. Shut everything down. Get people locked in their homes. I know this is terrifying. I know this is the last thing we want, especially as Americans, and I know this is you know, anxiety causing. 
But what you have to realize is it is the lesser of two evils. Um, I hate that phrase, but it's true. You might miss work. You might miss school. You might miss your girlfriend. You might miss your birthday party. I'm sorry, and I really wish we didn't get to this point. Because I feel for anyone who is losing out on a part of their life because of what is going on. But you have to sacrifice these things for the safety of others. We as humans have lost our humanity. We have lost this ability to recognize that there are other people living their lives. And until we start to do that, this thing is going to get worse. Now, because I work at Lowe's, where a lot of conservative assholes come in, um, a lot of them are like, well, you know, we got signs up saying, you know, if someone's in line, stand back here. So they think people ignore it. Um, what you don't recognize, and like I'm trying to say with this virus life, the longer we don't socially distance and the longer we don't take these few precautions that we can in order to improve things, the longer that we're going to have to. Um, if we, you know, decide right now, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to stay at home. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Eventually, down the road, we're going to have to and for a much longer time because the virus will have become stronger and have a, a longer life. So, I mean, I really think that's just about all that I need to cover. Um, my solution is not going to be, you know, widely accepted. My solution is nationalize all bills, recognize that if people can't work, they can't pay their bills and get rid of that stressor so that people are more inclined to stay home, create a mandatory lockdown so that people can't leave their homes. Um, Medicare for all, make sure that everyone's getting tested, has medical services available to them, take care of the homeless many people who don't have homes there are homes available there's millions of vacant homes across this country and millions of homeless people one plus one equals two get them in those houses um and also recognize people we as working class citizens have the power there's something like 301 million people who are not police officers who are not military who are not government officials who would have no affiliation with the government if something were to happen would be able to be on our side 301 million people is a lot of fucking people. Um, so let's start taking shit over. Um, you know, start using the manpower that we have to our benefit. Um, yeah.